0: This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Hello! Hello. And welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society... I am the six-foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black.
1: I am the five-foot furious Rochelle Sharma.
0: We are a forthright, oh shit, I closed my window. <laughs> forthright,
1: fabulous, sometimes
0: so, funny. Another F.
1: Don't say the F word, Rochelle.
0: You can say the F uh, word if you want. We are a forthright, fearless, fearless that's and it. hopefully comedic female podcast tackling the important issues that gals like us face. face. So welcome. This podcast is for you mm-hmm. if you've ever felt and you and any you. of those things not you too tall well, too short you. whatever
1: Oh who's texting
0: me too confusing
1: Avery you can kiss my ass
0: Yeah no texts now
1: Ah, uh, it's these election uh texts Oh those yeah. yes but Some of them are weird They're like, what's your vote going to be? I'm like, none of your fucking business. That's what my vote's going to be. That's why there's a
0: curtain that, you know, well, I just do it by mail. I'm not going to tell you. I'm old. I don't share information. (laughs) No, I'm voting for blue. For sure. Anyway, um, today we're talking about falling into ruin. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a lot of falling into ruin lately. Yes. A lot of suffering and Not just deaths. It's a lot. But
1: this is going to be about us, so. Yeah,
0: mostly. Yeah. Mostly. They only come out at night. Mostly. Isn't that what she said? <laughs>
1: yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> or mostly. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. 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 There we go.
1: In the creepiest child voice possible.
0: That's aliens, just so. Most. For our not-in-the-know listeners. So, Yeah falling into ruin Uh here's what i will tell you i think i mentioned this or was i talking to corinne anyway like i went to bed last night and i need to start paying attention to the moment this has been a lifelong problem the living in the moment but really paying attention to each moment because i've had several times now where i take um, a pill at night uh, for hypertension okay and I'm not paying attention and a moment later I say oh I didn't take my pill and I might have taken a second pill and then but it's only after I think I might have taken a second pill that I say did I just take a second pill I think this in my mind Mm -hmm. and then I think I'm going to die in my sleep it's happened several times they make these
1: really cool little boxes that say you know like S M T. W. it like day of the week vitamin boxes. That's, you need a grandma
0: no, pill that's for No, that's for old people. I can't do that yet. But I'm, no. That's how they
1: stay old. I mean, that's <laughs> how they
0: make it to being old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's how they stay
1: old. I don't yeah, want one no, of those. I mean, no. no, they make it to being old by not doubling down on their prescriptions. Remember when we were young enough to double down on pills and it was a good thing? Oh,
0: I never had that's it. So great. I never had a good double down on pill it's no no it was never no i always felt that like oh no i was never really the the pill
1: first pill was good second pill means death
0: yeah like what's in this pill maybe i shouldn't first pill might mean death i mean you know you only take one i
1: asked what was in a pill it was after i had swallowed it and started laughing (laughs)
0: look it only takes one incident of you like Taking a pill from a stranger in a club to not take any more pills.
1: Oh no! It only takes one incident of taking a pill from a stranger in a club to make you want to meet more strangers with pills.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of strangers with pills, there is another good Netflix um, top ten right now: the business of drugs. Oh my gosh! I've Did been you,
1: watching it, and I love so it. Good. It's so interesting, it's
0: so informative. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the the one on synthetics. Um, is very, very interesting, interesting. Very, very interesting and the one on marijuana will just make you mad because yeah of, yeah that
1: was a little that so. one, that brought me down a little bit from the interest i was like oh this is just a whole lot of you've got to be kidding me this isn't right
0: fair. a lot of people getting rich and mm-hmm. a lot of you know minorities in prison for petty right marijuana crimes um that's mm-hmm. fucked up anyhow
1: so we went from talking about <laughs> losing our shape and trying to get it back to talking about uh, bad Drugs. decisions in regard to pills, like Oliver of Rochelle's bad decisions that led to some very good times.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I can tie these together because I think we've become a little dependent on big pharma to, you know, thinking we're doing something well for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we're dead in our sleep. Right. Just like... um. Patton Oswald's wife, who was who's the writer who was oh, writing about Michelle the McNamara. golden yeah Michelle yeah. McNamara, this the there's another episode tonight I'm so into that but yeah and just so she, she's reading all of this all of the stuff, um, seeing pictures all these murders, you know trying to figure out who the killer is having nightmares get some Xanax taking Ambien, mm-hmm. you know and the next thing you know you you don't wake up, you think well, you're
1: i think i have a slightly i i understand the taking the pill and then saying oh did i take it i actually kind of go the other way i only take my medication in the mornings it's in my nightstand you know like every other old lady and i don't have the abcd pill box and so there are some mornings where i can't remember if i've taken my medication and i won't go take a second pill I'll, I'll just die today it'll be fine rather than risk taking two pills and right. it's too much
0: well i don't take a second pill and then think did i take a second pill it's that i don't remember taking the first pill and i wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. until after i have taken the maybe second pill and then i was like did i just take two pills so it's already too <laughs> so the late panic is there exactly nope
1: for me it's the um oh did i did i take that this morning I'm like, Mm, mm, I don't know. I'm going to have to assume yes, because I'm not going to take two.
0: Well, they say the memory is the first thing to go. So that's been gone for years. um, Actually, my eyesight was the first to go. Someone told me that like the day I would turn 40, my eyesight would go to shit. They were not lying. I literally woke up the morning of my 40th (laughs) birthday and was blind. Um, I I used to have really good I've always been um, nearsighted Mm -hmm. and it only takes a few feet though where stuff starts to get blurry but now I can't even see my phone oh wow like right in front of my face I have to um it's a lot
1: and you've got long arms you know so and and mostly that's what it was for people as you'd see them holding stuff away from
0: right i remember being younger and seeing people read pill bottles and and you know things with fine print and holding it away from them and i'm like why are they holding it away yeah yeah, don't they need it closer and now i understand because i can't see see shit right in front of me at least with my contact lenses on that are for farsightedness. So what mm-hmm. this really means is now I need, like, progressives, right? Right. Because I have all of my cheaters f- that that magnify. But I haven't been really good about having them handy. It mm-hmm. was just, like, an occasion. But now it's, like, an everyday thing. I really oh. need those. I need those those cheaters.
1: The I did not run into any eye issues <clears throat> until 45 and got back to an office job where i have to spend all day on the computer what
0: was that this year then yeah yeah
1: and um it's just it being on the computer all day it's a lot of eye strain it's so much eye strain i would like at the end of the day my eyes would just be killing me so i got some computer glasses that help with the uv and then one of my eyes needs like just the slightest amount of reader but without it it strains so much throughout the day but the weird thing is at home, when I work from home, I don't need those glasses at all. And I don't know if it's because I can put the monitor where I need it to be or I have a better monitor than I do at work. So the images are very sharp and I don't have to strain to read them. I don't know what it is.
0: Do you still wear uh, contact lenses?
1: No. Mm-mm. I went and had LASIKs. You did? Lasic. LASIK. LASIK. With a K. Oh, yeah. I I had that done when I was 30. I had LASIK done when I was 30. They told me it would last about 10 years, and then I may start needing glasses again. We are 15 years down the line. I still have uh, 2010 in one eye, 2015 in the other, and I do need just the slightest tinge of reader for one of my eyeballs at work. That's it. That. But, you know, I hit 45, and holy shit, like, It seems like hitting 44, 45, especially, it has been, oh, I get it when they say over the hill, because it's all down. (laughs) Like everything feels like, every morning feels like a little farther down.
0: Farther down something, yeah. Mm -hmm. I hurt myself
1: sleeping now. I woke up this morning with a terrible headache, because apparently my big fat noggin had rolled off of the pillow in a weird way and hurt my neck.
0: I can't get comfortable I in did. my sleep. Like my arm, I can't find a comfortable place for my arms. Yeah. I mean, out, like I, they don't want to be out in front of me anymore. I mm-hmm. want them behind me. But the only way to do that is to like lay on my stomach. And when you have a, our bed's soft and you sink in, I'm, I'm sinking. It's not comfortable. My bed so, is
1: rock hard, dude. And it's not even hard enough for the husband. He sleeps on the floor a lot if his back is bothering him.
0: I, I can't do that. I need,
1: I can't sleep on soft stuff.
0: I wanted a little soft, but now ours is too soft. Anyhow. I
1: always think of that episode of Bewitched where Darren's Darren's boss has to stay the night at their house. And so Samantha gets irritated with him and she does her little nose twitch and sticks a door underneath the cushions on the couch.
0: Jesus. And
1: he wakes up and he's like, that's the best night of sleep I've ever had. I'm like, that's me. That's me. Oh, do you have a rock? It has to be really flat. Can I sleep on that really flat rock? Wow. I'll sleep great.
0: I never uh-huh. watched Bewitched. You didn't? I didn't.
1: With the two Darrens?
0: Yeah. No. Oh. Mm.
1: That's all right. No. Did you watch any of that television?
0: No, because that was like seventies for for adults, and I was a oh, I, I, I was a latchkey enough. kid, dude. I was addicted to Mm-mm. all that stuff. No, I was watching like a you know Scooby Doo and the Oh yeah Flintstone. I did watch Three's Company. That was probably Oh yeah. But that was I watched 70s. a lot of TV as a kid, dude. You know, I did, but I didn't watch Bewitched. <laughs> didn't watch any of that. I liked,
1: yeah. Bewitched and the monsters and the Addams Family and Dobie Gillis, man, you name it. If it was a cheesy old sitcom, I watched the shit out of it.
0: So yesterday I was walking the dog and then just all of a sudden my leg where I had broken it, mm-hmm. um, geez, it's been ten years ago now, just all of a sudden felt broken like I couldn't walk. Ooh. I mean, I could walk, but I I had to limp. I'm like, What what is happening? I'm just walking
1: like like a stress fracture I don't, or something. i'm don't. i just oh my god the dog. you're gonna become a, a chubby lady in a boot
0: they call me mr glass <laughs> <laughs> that's what's gonna happen to yeah. me i'm just gonna samuel l jackson myself right down the stairs and mm-hmm. break into a million pieces if you have
1: the cool cane and the good jacket I mean, I don't have
0: a cool. Cane. I just love
1: that all that you you know you break things and you live in a house with two sets of stairs. I know you have the opportunity I have to break shit. Four
0: flights of stairs yeah. actually. There are four flights of stairs in my house, oh. each with about seven to nine steps. Yeah. Yeah. The 39th step. Okay. So I intense. I
1: enjoy the fact that you could fall coming out of your bedroom, and then. Trying to make your way downstairs to unlock the door to let the ambulance people in to help you. You could fall potentially three more times.
0: Or I actually picture myself just slithering down, like, in the grudge. And and I probably, and, and using, you know, the... Uh, um exactly yeah, uh, yeah making making that <laughs> sound uh, and holding uh, on to the what are the what are the spiral <laughs> parts of the banister oh, yeah definitely what, what's that word
1: the rod uh spinials or some Sp- shit like spindles that. spindles spindles
0: Something see like when you're that. old you can't remember words That's no you just problem. start making them up what's that word <laughs> <laughs> it's just really hard not the dildos That word so, seems to spindles fit. i think yes yeah Yes, holding down of the spindles to help drag myself down the remaining flights and just... Uh, and then uh, all and you then hear then in
1: the background are like screams. collars of your dogs <laughs> running up and down the <laughs> stairs
0: around your body. <laughs> People screaming, think, thinking there's a horror movie coming down the stairs because I'll probably be bloody too. Yeah, it's going to be sure, terrible. Sure, why not? I really hope that doesn't happen. Blood running out of oh. one of your eyes. Why not? I will tell you I am all for, after all of my houses mm-hmm. uh, lately... I think what I went from a a, a condo with a spiral. Uh-huh. I had a small, you know, uh, then I had an apartment on the third floor. Uh-huh. Um, no, before that, I had an apartment on the first floor. Very briefly, that was one level. And then I moved to a third story house with a spiral uh-huh. to a two story house. And now I'm in another three. Story house with no spiral, but it does have four flights of stairs inside the house. so
1: what you're saying is if somebody's gonna murder you in your sleep, you're gonna make them work for it, right
0: I'm gonna hear them yeah. come up all of those stairs is it
1: is it is that why you you tend to really enjoy the the uh the stairs or the higher places? Do you think somebody's gonna come for you when you're sleeping?
0: There's only one window on the bottom floor, yeah, so I do feel safer until times like what happened. You know, the weekend before last, where you think there's a fire and it's very scary, right? Because you right. can't, there. I can't then jump you're like, out. Oh
1: shit! I gotta go down this all isn't... these flights of stairs and not fucking grudge myself before I get to the door. Well,
0: there. If there's a fire, we're just. It would be up the stairs, right? We're yeah. just. Anyway. You're just
1: delicious at that point. That's so all that's left.
0: What happened is we had a problem with the AC, and it was running fine. It was leaking all over the floor because of the the pan. But it was still running cold, and it was uh, the hot it was like 117 that day. Uh-huh. It was very hot, um, but it's still running, and the AC man couldn't be here till like six the next morning. So we went to sleep, and there's nothing like waking up to the smell of noxious fumes that will wake you up right away. Uh-huh. Hopefully not too late, you know. And to think your house is on fire, and you're and you you're sleeping on the third floor of your house how are you going to get out right anyhow the ac would not turn off and it was a, it was scary but any, we had to sleep downstairs because the fumes were so bad right the the compressor or what have you is like in our master bedroom um ceiling attic space so our the whole third floor was terrible anyhow thought we were going to die
1: see and i think you know i've never lived anywhere upstairs than i can remember um and actually Several of the places I've lived have had a direct door to the outside in the bedroom. You know? Uh my place now. Patio door. Right on yeah, the you're master right bedroom. There. Right there.
0: uh um, Your escapes are e- easy. Well, and I
1: think it's because I do think of so like, whoa, what if the house is on fire? I feel better if there's a direct door to the outside. I honestly have no fear of anybody breaking in. Oh, if you break into my house, well, what the hell do you want? I'll just help you put it in your car. Fuck off. You woke me up. You're in shit city already. But I don't, I don't really fear anybody breaking in. Mostly because, I don't know. uh, I don't think I have anything that important. But if there is a fire, I like the idea of just being able to like, whoop, run right out the door. You know, right. and if I'm on fire, just jump in the pool while I'm at
0: it. You know, it was was messed up about thinking my house was on fire. I blame the patriarchy for this. The first thing I did was not like grab the animals or grab photo albums or my passport or any money or laptop. I put on a fucking bra. <laughs>
1: I'll run right out naked I don't give a I shit I put on
0: a bra cause god forbid You know the house burns down and firemen Or whoever see, see me without a bra On I don't care. isn't that terrible yeah. What is wrong with this world So um Some fun facts on Mortality mm-hmm. that's kind of An oxymoron I Not an oxymoron. really enjoy That
1: statement can I get it's that just, on a t-shirt
0: It's ironic I guess Fun facts About mortality Oh, wait, did I just lose internet? Here we go. This is just for the U.S. And this is not counting any um, <clears throat> COVID numbers or any of that crap. That's a right. whole other. That's a whole other show. That is a whole other show. whole other ballgame. Forget about it. So yearly, number of deaths a little under three million. Which is about 863 per 100,000 people. Hmm, mm-hmm. Life expectancy, 78.6.
1: Here in the U.S.? Yes. Wow, that's pretty good. I did not I did not think it was going to be that high.
0: Number of deaths for leading causes. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it just say leading causes of death? Oh, okay, okay, whatever. Because it's giving you the numbers. It is. I don't know. They could have worded that better. Right. Um, heart disease, number one. Really? Okay. Cancer. Hmm. and I think um this will be me accidents, hmm. just accidents, and it's very that's all unintentional injuries. It oh, says okay. Um, this is a CDC.gov, by the way. Uh, not fake news. This is science. Just so we're clear, but I think all of our listeners know that. Remember that science thinks you things you can rely on were mm-hmm. actual universal truths exist like the world is round anyway no sarcasm there i promise accidents number three number four
1: surprised that's that high on the list oh
0: no i i hear that um falls in the home oh yeah are very high especially when you're older yeah you fall and hit your head and that's it or car accidents sure shark attacks these things happen (laughs) Hey, it's shark fest right now. You knew it was. going No, to I come think out. I Wait, think so. I'm
1: just a bit surprised because um, that it's heart disease and then cancer. I don't know where I
0: work. There's just a lot of
1: I didn't realize how many people were on oxygen. I did not realize how many of the elderly had breathing issues.
0: OK, well, that is um, number four chronic lower respiratory diseases yeah okay there you go okay so yes if you need a breathing machine or oxygen mm. or what have you but how many of those are from like copd or things related to heart disease so oh, right See, so i thought it was related to
1: smoking because you know all the old people are smoking used to be so much more prevalent right. than it is nowadays
0: But so, yeah, I wonder how many of those fall under the heart disease category as opposed to the lower chronic respiratory. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're figuring that out. Then uh, number five is stroke. And then sadly, this is higher than I thought. Alzheimer's is really on the rise. And that, here's the irony in that. I've been taking a pill for my acid reflux since I had my gallbladder out in 2003. Mm -hmm. And it is only... Within the past few years that it came out that the pill that I have been taking since then causes Alzheimer's or, mm-hmm. or, or contributes, de- to, contributes dementia. to dementia. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, that's why I can't remember whether or not I've taken it. Mm-hmm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's the kind of shitty stuff I usually
1: say. That's great. <laughs>
0: it's true and then after um that is diabetes That's that's actually lower than i thought i thought it would be higher than alzheimer's mm-hmm. um <clears throat> after that is um influenza pneumonia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. F- about fifty five thousand a year yeah i think we've surpassed that with the uh the covid right sure sure what are those numbers now i don't, I don't even want they're they're high i don't even want to go there let's you know let's not and then um What's nephritis? Nephrotic syndrome. Wow, that sounds very nef- exciting. Nephrosis. Nefrosis. What is that?
1: I Ooh, have to look Google it up. That. Yes, let's Google that. Oh, maybe they will be I pictures. know what necrosis is. Yeah.
0: Oh, kidney disease.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, especially when characterized
0: <laughs> by edema and loss of protein, etc. So maybe um, as a result of diabetes, but not. I don't know. Other stuff. Mm-hmm. Other stuff with the kidney. And then lastly, because I think, was this the top 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, suicide. Uh-huh. Believe it or not. Shark attack did not make the no. top 10.
1: Well, let's let's talk about some of our experiences trying to avoid the grim specter of death.
0: And... Well- you're you're asking someone who gets in a shark cage and has been in two hot air balloon accidents <laughs> what I do to not no, avoid. I was
1: what I was thinking is let's talk about some of our experiences trying to better ourselves. As a tall person, as a short person.
0: Well, there's that you know the crazy diets we went on in like what was it 2002 ish, right? Oh, when we lost like 80 to... pounds in six months, but then it seems like when they say, you know, if you lose weight too quickly, you can screw yourself up. I think that's what happened because as soon as I did all that, well, sure, I looked great, but then I needed my gallbladder out and now I have acid reflux and now I have, you know, this problem and other things I won't share. But, you know, I should have just stayed fat and ate bread.
1: You know, what's funny is um, all of that, for me, it wasn't actually the idea that we quit eating things with hooves. It was uh, my thyroid going out on me. It was the start of Hashimoto syndrome for me. It's characterized by a very large amount of weight loss with no real discernible reason. Now, I know at that time, I just started eating chocolate all the time with the occasional breakfast burrito sprinkled in. (laughs) But it was why I had so much energy to always be like, yeah, I'm getting out of the house. Let's go. You know, we were going to the gym, we were doing yoga. I was, but also like, I would just go on these long, long walks. Walks. You were very physically active. Six, seven miles. And um, I'm sure the marijuana helped because I hate eating when I'm stoned. I like going on an adventure and I have a really hard time eating stoned. The textures just really get to me. I just can't do it. I'm like, oh, just spit all this shit out So you're saying
0: you were high so much that you didn't eat. That I didn't eat,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that... You don't get the munchies? I don't get the munchies. I get freaked out by putting things in my mouth when I'm stoned and trying to eat them. But, um... I know as I got older and, you know, really into my... When I turned 40, I was like, shit, dude, I really just don't feel as good as I used to. I've always been fair. I, I always had, like... I was really strong for my size, and I had a lot of really good stamina. I could just walk forever, and I just didn't seem to get tired. And then I turned 40, and I would wake up tired. I woke
0: up, (sighs) yeah.
1: What is this? I just didn't feel as good as I used to. So I started really getting back into going to the gym, and lifting weights, and doing cardio.
0: So your body... You would go to Going sleep after being physically tired. Yes. So you would wake Versus up more refreshed. Versus mentally tired. Waking yeah. up more
1: refreshed. I think that had a lot to do with it. I And agree. so, gosh, for a few years, I did that quite a bit. I was at the gym every day, 60 to 90 minutes, depending on what I was doing. Uh, and I felt great. And since I've started working, that has gone right downhill. I just did not have enough personal time to get to the gym. So my gym membership... You know, I let that lapse doing two and a half hours uh, in traffic every day. Oh, just no. Yeah. yeah. I get home. I had to make dinner. I had no time to go to the gym. But um, while I was doing it, I did run into some issues as a little person with a lot of the gym equipment is not oh, made no. for a person my height and my chubbiness let's so, talk
0: about that because yeah. it isn't made for me either no,
1: i would imagine that you would probably have had a lot of that they do build that equipment to within a standard and i would say uh slightly taller than me uh and they really don't make it to handle people under five four
0: I please think. tell me what standard it is that the spin machine bicycle seats are supposed to accommodate <laughs> Because I try, I'm like, oh, I'll spin class. I feel like riding a bike and you can't outside because it's a hundred and gajillion degrees. Yeah. Oh, I'll go to the spin class. I got on that thing. And before the class even started, my Gina, as Trump likes to say, <laughs> was totally asleep. It was wrecked. It was totally wrecked. I, I had to quit. Like I had, to, I, I tried. So I was on it before the class. And I'm like, no. So I got off. And then class started. I I didn't, I made it through like halfway the first song.
1: I think you have the same issue that I do. There is a nerve that runs through your pelvis and a bicycle sh- seat presses on those nerves. And for me, it's agony. I have to have that special it. bicycle seat with no nose on it. I saw someone... Because I can barely even walk.
0: I saw someone bring in like... A beach cruiser seat that went over the shitty little seat, and yeah. I was like, well, "Oh, okay. I need yeah. one of those." Well, but that ain't happening today. Mm-hmm. So I left the spin class and went to find some other piece of, you know, Frankenstein equipment that was that I'm not suited for. Mm-hmm. You know, like the elliptical, the new ellipticals. I can't. I
1: can do the old ellipticals. Me too.
0: I can. Do I the cannot old. I can't do, do, the do the new ones. ones. I, I can't. don't understand. They it's, don't fit I'm my like, body. I'm too
1: little for this. I get what the new ellipticals are offering, but do, it doesn't work no. for me.
0: I don't feel like I'm feeling that that the the muscles that are supposed to be worked right. are getting worked. Like something else is getting worked and, and I'm going to hurt later in a wrong way.
1: For me, it right. is just too difficult at my height and... Mm-hmm. Where my arm—it doesn't put my arms in a natural position the way the older ellipticals did. Uh, the new ones have you standing very upright, which is fine, but then my feet aren't in the right place, and the stance is too wide. I'm like, no, dude, I know where my stance is. Should this be. is really kind of pulling my legs out to the side. I don't so see I have why to they... agree.
0: Right? Why can't they be? You adjust those. I don't know. Anyhow. But I did like going to Zumba, so I didn't need any equipment. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with that: my feet fall, start falling asleep. Does that happen to you? No, <laughs> but I didn't.
1: I didn't really do Zumba. I loved going to yoga. I loved my yoga instructor. Uh, he was a lanky demon by the name of Glenn. He was able to wrap his body in ways that i i didn't think were possible but yoga's tough for me because with these little arms and little legs some of that some of those around. poses they are not happening it is not happening you know when you see people like twist their legs over and then over again in the
0: front you, yeah like it, a
1: no i got like 2 foot worth of leg i can twist them once that's it
0: like can you put your ankles up on your thighs uh you know what i mean yeah You'd-
1: yeah no that i can do um, I don't know
0: if I, I can I don't know if I can do that anymore. And I could ever But you'll see barely people
1: like you know when they twist their arms over and then over that's not happening. I can twist it once. That's it. That's all you got with these arms. Smashing the titties and everything. I got a two foot of arm. It's not happening. Uh, but I, I, I loved I can't do it either. I, I did I loved the uh, going to yoga. I thought that was really great. I think just some of the positions aren't possible for a person my height. Some of the positions, because I have such a long body, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But some of them, it's like, that shit's not happening, Glenn, you chipper, soulless Satanist. So but he was great.
0: Since you have a sedentary job now and you can't go back to the gym.
1: It's um, depressing.
0: And, you know, because of COVID and what have you. Uh-huh. And it's a hundred gajillion outside. What what are you doing um, so you don't fall into ruin?
1: Uh, nothing, and I am very quickly falling into ruin, <laughs> right? and it is extremely depressing. Um, like, I'll go out for a bike ride, but <laughs> being aunt, on it. here's the issue I get scared about being too far from the house, and then maybe I have to pee or something happening. I, I have this With the weird anxiety
0: about going to the bathroom in uh, public.
1: Uh, well, I mean, like you can't nowadays. Who's gonna let me in? Well,
0: like you don't they, want they probably to.
1: think I have like corona cooties.
0: Do you wear like a
1: a mask when well, I ride my bike? No, I was no. gonna say
0: a liner so you don't pee. Oh,
1: no! Like once <laughs> it, it's happening. If it happens, it's happening. It's not like a dribble. It's I'm gonna, but it's just the anxiety of being too far away from the house. That's what For I liked any about reason? the gym is it's like oh if something should happen if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die right there but if i have to pee i can just get off the equipment and go pee and come back and really get to it if i get thirsty there's water i don't know there was some sort of security to it
0: okay so it's only with how it relates to urination is that what i'm understanding that that you to be, be part of it i'm afraid of what peeing about... my
1: pants in public
0: what about going to the grocery store what about it are you afraid to go to the grocery store oh god no You can use that bathroom if you have to.
1: Well, no, but I'm talking about a lot of times if I'm working out, I will have to pee very suddenly.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. I think it's because I, I kind of zone out. Like I just get really into working out and maybe I don't notice the signals that I have. I do this in my life already where I get really into something and then I'll realize like, oh crap, I got to pee right now. Because I have ignored all those little signals.
0: Well, we talked about, you know, my problem with that during the Dr. Doctor. That's exactly what I did. I ignored the signals of peeing for so long. Probably, you know, being on the phone Uh at at the phone company and just forgetting, just ignoring those signals to then my body's like, okay, well, you have to go in five, four, three Uh and it's going to happen. But when did that start, that anxiety start happening for you? Because I think, yes, I was, this, this is all within the past few years since I turned 40, really. That I've, you know, I'm blind. I now have to use the bathroom. Now I understand what the older people are talking about. Like, I'm, and I'm like, am I too young to have have this problem? I don't know. I'm anxious
1: about the wrong things. And no, I, think I think I'm anxious about the wrong things because I'm not as physically active as I used to be. Like, I'm not scared of dumb stuff and smart stuff to be scared of. I, I do feel like being in my job and as sedentary as it is, is not good for me. Sure. And not just physically. I think mentally it is not good for me. Um, And I'm lazy. And there's just something about you know, when you're like, just, you know, fucking get up and go to the gym. So then you get to the gym and now you're there and now you're going to work your balls off because you're there. Whereas if I go out for a walk, I get a little, it's not really that I get bored. I do get a bit anxious. Well, what if I hurt my ankle and now I'm two miles from my house? What do I do? What if I'm riding my bicycle and some hat comes around the corner and crashes into me. What do I do? Whereas like if you go to the gym and you're working out, if you hurt your ankle, well, there are people there who can help you. Right. You know, or at least you're somewhere that's fairly safe and you're not dragging yourself home crying with like, you know, now you've you've scraped your knees all up because you've dragged yourself home on your elbows. I don't know. It's stupid anxiety. It really is. It's incredibly
0: stupid. Were you ever hurt in public or something? You know, I'm the one who... Who broke my nose when I was five? You know, roller skating on a busy street and hit on the sidewalk. I don't know. You know that. Yeah. Your fear would make sense for me, but so did you have anything like that? I have
1: always had a lot of anxiety about being too far from home.
0: It's it's very agoraphobic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, You know.
1: Yeah, and usually I just push myself past it. Like you're being a dumbass. Just go do this.
0: You might want to seek help for that. I might. But the first step to recovery is is usually is the problem
1: and i think that's why getting stoned i was like fuck yeah let's go on an adventure like it helped me lose that inhibition
0: i had no idea about this i'm more well, no, this I don't about tell you for the people first time. that i'm
1: ex- that i have terrible anxiety it's not something i advertise about myself i work really hard to push past it a lot i'm like no you just do this you're gonna be okay but yeah, no, I have terrible anxiety about stuff like that. Are you kidding? I am a hundred percent convinced that this trip that's coming up, my child will be swept out into the ocean, and I'll be powerless to do anything about it.
0: No, he's gonna get bit by a shark. Or something. No, yeah. I'm
1: gonna get bit by a shark because all this shit looks like a seal in the water. <laughs> I am seal Don't shaped. Don't
0: go deep. Don't yeah, no, I it. don't.
1: That's why I go to the beach that I go to. It's not terribly deep. It's very sandy for a long ways out. But I have terrible anxiety, but you can't let that cripple you.
0: Exactly. You just
1: have to be like, nope, push past it, go out. Being a human is scary.
0: Right. I, I, we're you just know. so frail and, you know, you just kill Or it, maybe I time. just don't
1: have enough of the right things to worry about. I don't know. My husband seems to have zero anxiety about anything. Like, zero.
0: Are you envious of that? Yeah. Little bit.
1: I think that was part of what I found attractive about him. Yeah, is that he didn't yeah, have these very, very sort of neurotic yeah. fears that I do. Like you know, all of my fears wind up with me half naked and dead. <laughs> uh, it's usually the bottom half that is naked. I don't really fear being In top public. half naked and dead, but I do fear like just being no pants on, deader than a doornail, just found- ass crack shining up to God, and so everybody gets a good look. What, my butthole.
0: what do you think that's gonna be like what's gonna be the cause of that public oh just about if, you know underwear. what if
1: you give me enough time i can i can six degrees of kevin bacon how i wind up half dead and naked in any given situation probably, that could
0: be a whole episode just you talking about the different scenarios. i have friends who
1: can attest to this Like, why do you think you're gonna be dead and half naked always all situations lead to me no pants dead as hell just spread eagle all of my vulnerable bits out there for people to remark upon. And that is very interesting. Yeah, like the people just be like, God, you know, it's sad that she's dead, but why are her pubes so straight? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this, this is a fear I have. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right, so. <laughs> I don't fear being incredibly overweight. Like, I'm like, eh, I'm there. But I miss being able to go to the gym so much, even though it didn't really make me any skinnier. Right. It's all about I the cardio. More, like, sure. powerful. Sure. I was like, damn, I can lift a lot of really heavy right. shit. You're
0: probably breathing better, too, because yeah. you're taking deep breaths and, you right. know. Give... Sleeping
1: like a baby, you know. Yeah. I still sleep pretty good. I'll be honest. I've never had an issue with sleeping. I sleep pretty good.
0: Well, personally, I would just like to live somewhere where I could be outdoor more. Uh, and I don't think it is here um i like going on walks and i like nature and i love the ocean Mm -hmm. we just don't have any of that here and i don't like the desert and i don't want to hike where there's snakes half the year i just i don't i don't like it here i need to move i i this place is hazardous to my health i've been saying that for years i just need to figure out how to move but anyway that's my own that's the thing i have to deal with but on your on uh the thing you just brought up about Um, hypertension that's in these little statistics here on older person's health again this is still the cdc Mm -hmm. so life expectancy once you're 65 for a woman it's 20 years Mm -hmm. okay so we got 40 years to go right ish
1: yeah no no no, not in my case i don't think so
0: fair or poor health um the percent of non-institutionalized persons age 65 and over in fair or poor health 21%. It's
1: hmm. not That's not too, that's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, that's no, I mean pretty like good. that's that's kind of uh that's makes me feel I better thought. about being sure. at that point in my life."
0: Hopefully some of these will will also some other of these statistics. Percentage of non-non-institutionalized non-inst- persons age 65 and over who need help with personal care from other people. 7%. Wow. Okay. No, okay. Not too bad. Yeah. Less than no. 1 in 10 people age 65 and over who currently smoke, 8.5%. That's gone down significantly. That has gone
1: down significantly, probably because, well, a lot of the smokers have ugh, keeled over. Probably. That's a
0: bad, bad habit. Um, I find that still high considering... Well, not high, mm-hmm. but considering that the last um, statistics I was talking about still had to do with, like, respiratory and cancer and, mm-hmm. you know, heart disease at the top. So... What's killing us? Well, probably this. Percent of non-institutionalized persons with obesity. That's the higher. So men ages 65 to 74, 40%. Mm-hmm. So almost half. Sure. And women age 65 to 74, 43%. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then there's this. Hypertension. Percentage of non-institutionalized persons with hypertension. Men age 65 to 74, 61 percent, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and if you're 75 and older, 67 percent. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Women age over 75, 78 percent are hypertensive. Mm-hmm. Is that that's a lot? Mm. That is a lot, yeah. But again, heart disease is number one, so right. all those years of meat eating and cheese and American American food, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We I think need it, the Zach Efron Mediterranean on. diet. I mean. Look.
1: There's a lot. There's salt. And so much of And I don't even think that salt is to blame. I just think it is that there is a lot of sneaky salt and a lot of sneaky sugar. And, you know, I'll I'll say this. As far as food goes, I think it's never been easier to eat well as Not it is yet. nowadays. Sure. But I think there's just a lot of people who there was so much salt and so much sugar that hypertension is a given in a lot of people nowadays.
0: Yes. The leading cause of death among persons age 65 and over is one heart disease, mm-hmm. two cancer and three chronic lower respiratory diseases. Yeah. So, well, yes. So yeah, has got to kill us. Yes. At the end of the day, we're going to go somehow. But, um, I think all this means is that we have a summit ot- autonomy mm-hmm. over how that's going to go. Unless you're in a three story house like me and prone mm-hmm. to accidents You never know how you're going to go and there's some excitement in that. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, if we don't want to go by one of those top three ways I just listed, then we can live the Zac Efron um, diet way. The Mediterranean diet, eat eat less meat, eat more fruit and veg, and um, get exercise outside.
1: So speaking of exercise, I looked up, how, how about getting into shape? over 45. What's the best way? What are the good methods? And they seem very doable. So, uh, I found that most uh most experts uh, say, look, shoot for about 150 minutes every week, moderate yeah. a exercise. A half
0: hour a half day. half hour day a day for 5 out, days. Walk.
1: Nothing too tough, right? 75 minutes every week of something that's really intensive going to make you sweat 75 minutes every week but vigorous cleaning you know what you did in the garage i was just gonna ask it
0: was my garage work yesterday for an hour yard
1: work something that takes more effort 75 minutes a week
0: now what if i just just sit in the garage no good question but no it's like a sauna so
1: what they recommend that you do is between that 150 and that 75 the moderate the more exertive right what you want to look for is at least two of your workouts need to focus on balancing okay is By, this so,
0: so you so don't fall so like, down when you're well, older to
1: help you keep the muscles that keep you balanced in shape and then three of your workouts need to focus on strengthening your muscles
0: okay so did your research tell you what type of exercises to do for balance
1: well i would say that falls right back into the yoga bucket i do oh, is miss, that it yeah i do miss yoga a lot
0: because my first thought was just finding a parking block
1: <laughs> a parking you mean like balancing on a curb yeah oh okay that makes sense and because you, you don't fall have off to go to yoga yourself
0: no you most certainly <laughs> i most certainly could fall off a parking I know that's block. my point.
1: i like that your your first thought is to lead to your destruction
0: i rolled but my yeah. ankle walking the dog um like two days ago and and almost really hurt myself yeah. you know it doesn't take a lot
1: but think if you had if you had done two balancing workouts every week perhaps you would not have rolled your ankle perhaps you would have spider Manned your way to a, you know a really perfect stance and not hurt not given yourself a boo-boo
0: well maybe when this is all over we'll go to yoga yeah um or, you know, after this episode, we should just go outside and stand on parking blocks yeah. and balance ourselves. That, that's definitely more the more accessible right now. Like a gymnast. Right well, sure.
1: Um, and so I thought, you know, all of that sounds pretty reasonable. Because what right. it comes down to is, what, half an hour a day over the course of seven days? Maybe a little more like 45 minutes a day. And that's something that's doable. I think I have enough free time to do that. You
0: know, it's about the commitment. Yeah. Is the problem. So I think I mentioned it. Teal and I are doing this. Um, I won't say the name of the the company, but it is a weight loss program that's new and we do it on our phone mm-hmm. and it's not any points or um, food restrictions, really. It's not the devil's word
1: problems. No, you can of eat. math. Right.
0: You can eat whatever you want. And so I was like, well, sure, if I can eat, eat whatever I want. And it's really old school basics like chew your food slowly mm. and use the timer. and Only eat when you're hungry. When you use a timer, you eat for 10 minutes and then you take a five minute break and let your stomach catch up to your, you know, your appetite. Sure. And then you eat for another five minutes and by then you'll be full and there won't be anything left. So or you won't want to eat anymore is the point. So there's those things and you watch these little videos and stuff and I did I did really well following that advice for about 2 weeks. Uh-huh. And I think we're in like week 7 or 8 now and I'm like 3 weeks behind on the <laughs> on the <laughs> videos and I just made cinnamon rolls. So uh-huh. Again, there weren't any restrictions, well, but still you shouldn't sit and eat like 1.5 cinnamon rolls like I did last night after I, I made them. I it. like the fact that you
1: 0.5'd it instead of and a half. Yeah, point 0.5. 0.5'd it. Exactly. You know, I think as we get older, we naturally start to step away some from our bad habits. Like when I was younger, did I drink soda? Oh, heck yeah, I did. Loved soda. I
0: wasn't a big soda drinker, I, honestly. I, I was.
1: I, I drink, I drink like one can of coke a day sometimes two that probably but two cokes a day it adds up it's not good for you no um but as i've aged i've just sort of stopped with the soda now i like to drink coffee but i don't put sugar in it
0: drinking sweet things
1: makes me gag a little i can't i'm addicted to the i still enjoy the bubbles so i drink the uh the bubble waters you know yesterday. and those are very refreshing yeah
0: they're good and they're not sugary i did have some sugary drink yesterday i went to sonic and had a um a strawberry lemonade mm. i don't like the cherry limeade but i like the strawberry lemonade it wasn't too sweet i, I liked it i
1: find that just a sip satisfies whatever sweet drink craving if it pops up
0: anytime i get a soda like if we were to go through a drive-through or something and get like half not a happy meal but you know whatever a combo or something, mm-hmm. um, nine times out of ten I will give teal my soda after taking two sips. Yeah, the soda anymore is just too sweet. I hardly drink it at all. And anyway. but it wasn't a
1: difficult change to
0: make. No, I think, not is at what all. What I'm trying to say that right. So change. I
1: have to find it within myself to make these changes in a way that I don't view it as difficult. Right. It, it was just a very natural easy. progression to that type of lifestyle change.
0: Right. So I don't know why I just can't get back to like chewing my food slowly. And I don't know. I've had, I've had a lot of hangry meals lately where I'm just, especially yesterday after I did all those boxes in the garage, I should have had breakfast first because afterwards mm-hmm. it was time for lunch. I missed breakfast, and then I went to Sonic and got stuff. And mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that the, <laughs> the lemonade. Bad things, and I did not chew them slowly.
1: I would <laughs> say, um, no, damn it, just lost my train of thought.
0: God That's damn what God, happens that when you're Hang old. Hang on, I was
1: going to make a point besides the one on the top of my head.
0: Is it about chewing things slowly? Yeah. It was about?
1: I've never been good at chewing things slowly. I have n-
0: what is it about have, taking effort to do something? Like I if like you just to put do in the things effort.
1: fast. I think that's my problem my entire life. It's not just the food. It's a lot of what I do. I have a very, let's get this done and over type of energy. Let's do, let's do this, you know. Um, and I know that I approach food that way. I like to cook fast. Uh, I like to eat fast, clean it up. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then I'll find myself slump into non-activity periods. But things, things like eating, I I like to decide really quick what I want. I like to eat, whatever that is, really fast. I do. I do not take my time with many things in my life, and and that's a mistake.
0: So you're you are like Mr. McFeely on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, speedy delivery. Yeah. Speedy delivery.
1: Not just with eating, with a lot of things. If something starts to take too long, it's like. Uh, I get I get bored. I get disinterested.
0: Anyway, do you have anything uh, else to add?
1: Well, it, you know, per our structure that I think we've stuck to somewhat loosely, as far as things that I would change about <laughs> what you're doing how things currently. are done currently, how I'm, that I would love to see more gym equipment that is multi-height accessible. It is out there. I actually think they're working on that. I know that some of the machines that I get to at the gym are much easier for someone at my height to manipulate and use in a way that I am, I am using the correct muscles to perform the exercise.
0: I'd have more of an incentive if there were more gym clothes for glamazons readily available. Oh, are you
1: kidding? There's so much nowadays. Is there, that I... isn't
0: expensive? that is not expensive. You know, I
1: saw an ad that was like never pay $100 for leggings again and I'm like dear god who paid $100? Who, who paid the 50? I think that's the difference between you and me. I and people who have gone to the gym with me will attest to this. I will go to the gym looking not so great. Like I wear like these shorts. I don't give a shit. Uh, it's clean. Okay. I don't smell. I'm very clean. I shower before I go to the gym because I'm worried about if I don't shower before I go to the You'll gym. you smell like
0: a hippie in Costa Rica. I'll
1: offend someone with an odor. I, I'm terrified of that. Just because as a fat person, I think you definitely, I don't know if it's still, I always had like that that stigma that fat people were smelly. Like that's what I remember from growing up is that fat people smelled bad. So I think that's why I shower too much and I wash my face too much or whatever. So I won't go to the gym without showering first, just in case. And I put on like fresh deodorant. Like I don't want to be fat and smelly like being fat's okay, but being smelly is not, it is a crime.
0: (laughs) Being smelly of any size is a crime and i think the worst smell at the gym is the smell of a soury shirt soury clothes that that stayed in the washer too long
1: yeah i wear f- brand new fresh clean gym clothes i will never reuse gym clothes and that's, like uh-uh, the that's worst foul. smell anyway. but um but i i'm not as picky about my gym wear you know, i don't think it has to look cute i mean I it has is... to accommodate my body's movement
0: right and and as a tall person that's hard to find on a on a budget True. but this is a very lame ass excuse for not going i will say but i will say it is quite an incentive when i do find a few new outfits that i would wear to the gym oh. and then it's like oh I i'm gonna go to oh, the look gym how cute now this
1: is. i can't wait to get to the gym and show this <laughs> <to> off maybe <laughs> i'll know- go with rochelle and she'll be wearing those cut off leggings <laughs> that she bought at the thrift shop which i am wearing currently
0: they're cute. Uh, they, are, they
1: have a cuteness too.
0: Though. They are cute. So yes, yes um, not, not a good reason for not going. So I think um, at the end of the day, if we want to be as as cute and sexy and healthy as Zac Efron, then um, we need to eat less meat and um, do what the people in Sardinia are doing, you know, minus not having the, the gene. But a plant-based diet and daily physical activity and familial closeness.
1: Yes, I think going to gym with uh, a friend is a big help. I had some friends that would go to the gym Everybody. with me, and then they dropped off. And since I don't have an accountability buddy, I uh, it's too easy to not go. It's too easy to not do these things.
0: I'll be your accountability buddy in your swimming pool. Okay. All right. But for now, we should probably go just stand on a parking block outside.
1: Right. Practice our balancing.
0: And then I'm going to feed you cinnamon rolls. All right. That sounds good. Well, anyway, I think we're about at the end of our episode. We're
1: we, we at the end of our fitness yeah. round because we go fitness yeah. cinnamon roll in our
0: mouth. I'm going to go fall into ruin. <laughs> I'm going to fall into a cinnamon roll. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com. That is feedback at G-A-L podcast.com We will not make you spell the word leprechaun we're not that mean. So, uh, take care of yourself out there. That's all. Talk to you later.